Hello, everybody. <clears throat> Oops. Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live. John Chell's trading floor. Uh, oops, there we go. Got to go. <laughs> Had a problem again with uh, with um, uh, <laughs> with with YouTube with um, uh, with Facebook again. So I'm live on TikTok. I'm live on YouTube, but I'm not live on Facebook. So, oh well, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. It's Tuesday. Um, kind of been, uh, you know, fairly, uh, fairly laid back. Um, you know, it just, you know, it seems kind of going sideways here a little bit. Don't know, you know, kind of, but, uh, let's kind of get into some, some of the, uh, some of the charts here. Um, just want to show you, uh, the chart for, uh, the, the, uh, NASDAQ composite. And see how that's trading. It's it's trading. It seems like it's trading back up uh, today. It's off a little bit, but it's still trying to get back to that uh, 50-day line. So that seems to be, uh, you know, it kind of seems to be where it's where it's headed. I want to kind of take a look uh, at the S and P. See how that's trading. Yeah, it's down a little bit too. Kind of everything's kind of off a little bit. Uh, and uh, I also want to take a look uh, at the the Dow. So let's look at the Dow Jones. Uh, it's off a little bit, but it's trending the best of them all. So it's kind of interesting uh, what's happening today. Um, kind of want to look at, uh, oops, wait a minute. Let's see. Looks like you're unplugged. Huh. Okay. Goodness gracious. Why is this giving me such fits? All right. Let's see if I can. Okay. Let's see if I can get back online here. Oh, goodness. Uh, all right. Well, we'll just stop sharing and see. And if, if oh, well, we lost it. Oh gosh. Let's see if we can just let's just go do that. Okay. Let's try again. All right. New window. I lost my uh, feed to to YouTube. So let's see if I can get it back here. Let's see if we can do it. All right. Uh, so I'm just going to go enter, uh, enter the studio again. Let's see if we can get back in here. All right. Hold on. There we go. All right. I think we're back. All right. Let's see if I can remove that stream. All right. <laughs> God. Okay, let's see if I can uh, get this back to where. All right, well, hmm. I wonder if I'm online or not. <laughs> oh, it doesn't make it easy, does it? All right, there, finally. Okay, I think we're back. I think, I think we're back now. Um, I think we're back now. Sorry about that. I had a little uh, technical difficulty here. 
just uh, wanted to go back to some of the some of the slides and kind of show you how they're trading right now. So there we go. Okay, I think we're back. This is the Dow Jones, um, and it, you know it's continuing to move up, but it's off a little bit today. So kind of been kind of been a relatively slow day. I want to look at the weekly chart here, too. Uh, okay, great. Uh, I want to look at Bitcoin. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to look at the GBTC. This is the Grayscale uh, Bitcoin Trust, or, or GBTC. And the way that works is that it is sort of a proxy for Bitcoin. And as you can see, it's pulled back significantly. It's down today about 13%. I do think that we're going to see a movement away from Bitcoin into, uh, in, into possibly gold. And uh, so I'm going to look at GLD. This is the bullion ETF, and it, it's up today. Yeah, I'm not surprised at this. That's on the weekly chart. Let's look at the daily to see. Yeah, it's it's up just slightly, but it looks as if it's now pulled above this very critical 200-day uh, 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 moving average. So basically what I'm seeing going on with Bitcoin right now is we're starting to see a movement out of Bitcoin at least for right now, so it's kind of an interesting time, uh, you know, to, to take a look. So let's let's get to some of the uh, some of the, uh, <laughs> the, the the things. All right, NIC. Don't know what that is. Hey, thanks, thanks. Sorry about my sorry about my uh, sorry about my um, a little technical difficulties here today. Jeez, I just man. Yeah. All right, so let's look at let's for Kyle. Let's look at some mining stocks. Let's kind of go to the sector, you know, the sort of sort of the mining sort of the mining sector, and I'm going to do that real quick here. I'm going to go and uh, see if I can go to a some get some mining stocks that are kind of kind of be in that in that particular area. So I'm going to go here to mining as okay, LMN uh, mining. All right. So let's go back here to mining. Well, goodness. Now let's let's go to. I just want to take a look at um, at uh, FCX. This is Freeport Backbrand. Kind of want to check in with Freeport, see how they're doing today. This would be this would be one of my one of my. I was in this stock. But I got, uh, you know, I got taken out a little. So it's down a little bit today, just 13 cents. But it is moving up nicely off of this double bottom pattern. So this is kind of the, this is these are kind of the, the, um, you know, the stocks that you want to be in from mining. Uh, but let's let's see if I can give you a better play on that uh, by just looking to see kind of where. So let's look at FCX again. Uh, this is in. Let's look at the sector that it's in. It's in the. Let's look at the sector here. It's um. It's it's mining metals and ores. It's uh, quite a good rank. It's 21 out of 197. So, let's go in. Let's go take a look at that one uh, as a sector. So we can take a look. See which mining stocks really are doing the best in terms of. In, in terms of that. So it's it's rank number 21. Let's go down there. Let's see if we can get that. Okay. 
goodness gracious, 21, there we go, mining metals and ores. All right, so this is the overall group. You can see it's doing quite well, relative strength of 89. Um, basically, let's look at the let's look at the big ones in there. This this is the Australian miner BHP group. This is probably the biggest of them. I was in Rio Tinto, uh, and then there's Valet. Let's look at Valet. That's the one I think is probably the best in terms of the mining group. And it looks like it's it's just bounced off the 10-day line. It's up today a little bit, uh, 1.69%. So this is the one. If you're looking for a mining stock. This is the one I would consider. Um, you know, th this is kind of this is kind of the one I would I would I would consider here. So, you know, this is really a top-rated stock in the mining sector. So it's a V A L E is a top-rated mining stock right now. So that's kind of, you know, that's kind of where I would be looking. Well, did I get it right? Oh, goodness. Just not, <laughs> just not my day today. Wow. Okay. Uh, so Valet would be the one I would be looking at for a mining stock. All right. Let's look at this one. Ford, please. Recently, Biden said the future will be EV. Well, yes, he did, but he also... Um, you know, he also he he also said that uh, you know trains are going to be the future too. So, I'm not so sure if I trust that. But you know, I just I have not I've done well on Ford, uh, and you know I would be very reticent about looking at his, uh, you know about this. This this is um, this is the chart for Ford. It looks as if it's pull it's pulling it's trying to make it's trying to make its way above the 50 day line. Looking, this is actually looking fairly good. This this chart's looking fairly good. It looks like it might, might have had a reversal, but I don't see Ford moving more than about up to about uh, thirteen sixty-two. This has been a very relatively weak stock, even though they had excellent earnings. They just came they came through earnings very very well. So I would be I would be a little bit reticent about this particular stock. Uh, their sales were up, and their profits, more importantly, were up. 486%. So, you know, I mean, Ford is looking very, very good. Um, but it's in terms of a stock, I'm not so sure. I think the one you probably want to look at is GM. And currently I'm not in either of them. I was, or I was in GM earlier. That seems to be faring a little bit better. It's a little bit more expensive stock than Ford is. Uh, and it's, um, it's currently above a buy point. So it's not really a great place to buy, but it is trading right at the 50-day line. And Ford is a little bit below that. So the question is, which is the better of the two? I think probably my bet would go to General Motors at this point, just because, uh, you know, their profitability has been excellent. And they are a bigger company. So that's kind of who I would be looking at in terms of a, um, uh, you know, a stock there. So let's take a look at some of the, uh, some of the, um, the Bitcoin uh, news, because I think a lot of people are interested in that. Um, I do think, uh, as I said on one of my TikTok videos, uh, I think there is a chance that it will be coming lower. So let's look at, look at Bitcoin price right now. I kind of look at that. Okay, so so we, we're still seeing some weakness. So let me let me switch over to that chart. Here. 
And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, I'm showing these charts on YouTube. You can just go to this address, youtube.com slash court and see the charts. But as you can see, the Bitcoin price has been, um, you know, moving subtly lower. It's, it's, it's looking like, let's look at the year chart on this one. I kind of want to take a look at the year chart. Oh, the year chart's looking pretty good. Okay, so currently... I do believe, you know, we're going to see we're, we're going to see it dip. I, I think we're probably going to see some support at about 30. I know that other people are saying about 37, but I do believe that, uh, you know, that that 30 is probably where we're going to see that price. Now, I also want to take a look at the gold price currently. Because that is indeed important in terms of, you know, how we're going so let's take a look at gold price today and it looks as if yeah it's up three dollars so a little bit it's you know this is the you know it was all the way up to 875 it pulled back so it i do think i do think that, you know here's the thing people are going to tell you uh you should be investing in uh in silver but um you know i don't think that that's the right way to go as you can see, we have a we have a declining price in silver, and we have an ascending price in gold. And this is one I kind of kind of want to uh, you to take a look at here. Um, I do think there's going to sell off in some of the coins, especially Bitcoin, into uh, and and they are replacing it with uh, gold. So let's see, let's see. We have another question from TikTok. Thank you for holding here. Some TikTok live. Tesla is coming back. <laughs> I got it at eight seven. You know, here's the thing about Tesla, and I I don't mean to be negative, but I don't think I think I think it's going lower. T S L A. Now, if you got in at, at six eighty, you're doing pretty good. It's currently, um, you know, I I I I I've been out of Tesla for a while, and there's a reason. I want to show you this chart because I do think it's probably going lower. Michael Burry, who is a very famous trader. He's the one that they, uh, the, I don't know if you saw the movie, The Big Short, but he was the one that was about, he has, he's heavily shorting a Tesla right now. So this is something that you might want to be very concerned about because uh, when somebody like that does that, he usually has a reason. And I think, you know, the reason is, is that, you know, we're just seeing, you know, we're just seeing weakness, continuous weakness in uh, Tesla. As you can see, it's pulling to the, it's, it seems like it's getting some support at the at the 200-day line. I want to see how it's going to be trading off this 200-day line, uh, but I do think it looks as if it may go lower. And I think the next support level for uh, for Tesla is about 502. That's where I think it is. Uh, I'm currently all out of it because, of course, I, I follow the 7% rule. If I, if I buy something and it pulls back more than 7%, I sell it. That's just how I. Uh, that's just how I roll, and it's it's it, it stood me good in, in, in good for a long time. Now, um, if you're if you're at 680, I would consider possibly selling your position and possibly waiting for it to bottom. I do think that we're probably going to see we're going to probably see some support for Tesla. Uh, hopefully, we'll see it at this at the uh, 50 day at the 200 day line, which is about 580. But alternatively, I think we'll probably see some support at about 502. So that's kind of my take on Tesla as we stand. I do believe, uh, you know, we're going to start to see. I, I still think it's. I still think it's going to pull back. And they did have some bad news, unfortunately. Uh, that and that was related to the uh, situation where 
you know, they just they they just can't they they just can't deliver cars because of shortages in the supply chain. So uh, also they had their plant canceled in China, not totally canceled, but they're they're an issue. They have issues in their in their production in China. So right now, what I'm going to be doing with Tesla is I'm going to be producing a uh, bull a bear put spread on him to see if I can, I do think, it does look to me like Tesla's going lower. I do, you know, we may see some support at about the five, um, at, at about the 540 level. This is kind of where I think that I'm going to be possibly uh, selling my, um, selling my puts, uh, buying puts at about the 540 level. That's, that's, the, that's the level I do believe that I think we're going to see some uh some support there so you know that that's really the, the that's really the next step uh but if i if i was in a 670 and tesla i would consider selling at this point because i i think it is probably going low. i know i know that's not what you want to hear so uh you know but uh, i do think i do think it's going to go lower all right samuel smith is is asking uh because for people who are discord we have a um, we have a, a bear put spread on JW, JD.com, and they, they report tomorrow. So let's take a look at the JD chart uh, just to kind of see where we're at. We have 70 puts, uh, so those, those should do okay if if the stock pulls back. It is, it's been pulling up, but it's still, you know, it's still right above that. Uh, you know, as long as it's below about 70, and that does look like what's happening here. Again, we've got earnings in about two days. Uh, then I do think it probably is going to pull lower. But right now, the status is pretty good on the, on it because we're owning those 70 puts. And, we, of course, we sold the 65. So basically, um, the, the, the runway basically for this is from about here. Oops, let me, let me put the pin on that. It's from about here down to about here. So if, if, if this falls from here to there, they will make all the money on this particular spread. So this is the this is the this is the width of the spread. It's only five width. Uh, but I do I do think typically the way stocks trade into this is that they, they, they trade in, uh, they they usually rally, as you can see, rally before earnings and then they come back down. That's typically the way. And that, that's been the case for uh, that's been essentially the case for for JD. Not not as not except for except for here in August, it just it's rallied upwards. But I am expecting that uh, they will have very good earnings, but I think that there's going to be a pullback because there's been a pullback in all the Chinese stock. But we're, we're, we're doing pretty good on it right now. We'll find out tomorrow exactly how that one, you know, how, how that one, you know, how that one happens. So, um, you know, how, how that one basically um, is put together. So let's look at, uh, we have a question uh, from TikTok about doggy coin or Dogecoin. Uh, I don't have any Dogecoin right now. I I did have some Bitcoin, uh, but I owned it through the uh, GBTC. But let's look at Dogecoin, D-O-G-E-C-O-I-N. I do think the you know the cryptos have been have been struggling as of late, and um, so let's look at let's look at a live chart from Coinbase to take a look. And so it, it seems like you know the real key level on this one, yeah, it's falling too. Kind of kind of not surprising that that would be the case, but let's pull up the chart and show everyone here. So this is the chart for Coinbase. There we go. 
and uh, it's kind of hard to see it because it's kind of yellow. So it has, you know, it, it, it made an attempt to move past 50, and then it, then it pulled lower. So it's off about 3% today. I do think it's going to go lower. Uh, that's my that's my guess. Um, you know, it, the all-time high for it was 74, and it's uh, it's been pulling back. Right now, it's at about 46, and uh, I do expect this to go a little bit lower, at least in the short term, just based on um, based on everything that I'm kind of seeing. Uh, I do see a movement out of the cryptos. Uh, people are taking profits, and um, I think what's happening is that they're putting in. Um, yeah, they're, what they're doing is that they're they're going to other things that are a little bit better, like the golds, um, not silver, but gold. So there we go. Okay, so that's basically the whole. Let's look at the last month. So sort of the trend on Doggy Coin, if you can see this line, has been from a high of about 72 down here, and then it is in a downward trend. So uh, one thing you've got to look at for for any crypto is the volume. The volume is basically going to tell you if there's if they're descending or descending. Right now, the volume has been descending, and sure, sure enough, the price has been descending too. So um, I would be really kind of careful right now with, with DoggyCoin. Uh, I wouldn't be long uh, right now. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be long on it just because um, you know just 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 uh, just because uh, of everything else. All right, we also have a question on several kind of you know sort of what I consider Robinhood trades, and uh, these are VF Corp, which of course makes jeans, um, uh, Palantir, uh, which is uh, so. Let's look at Palantir first. PLTR and I, I was in this one until it started pulling back and then I sold. And uh, and the reason I sell, the reason I do this typically is because, um, you know, I'm sort of a mom, on the, on on stocks like this. I'm sort of a momentum trader, and that's sort of how I that that's 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 sort of how I um I, I do it. Um, we've been in this downtrend. We 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 are making a, an attempt at a reversal right now. This is the this is the daily chart, but let's look at the weekly chart because that really tells the tale. Um, you know, the problem right now with Palantir is that you know it's there's almost a 50% retracement from the top to the bottom on this stock, so it may t it may be very difficult for it to even come back to where the buy point is at 33. Currently, it's at 21.24. It's up a little bit today, but you know, right now I just think we've got to take a wait see approach on this. And watch this. I, I can't really recommend this one right now just because it, um, you know, if you're down more than 7% on this, and I mean, I, I keep reiterating this, but if you're down more than 7%, you might want to consider closing your position and waiting for a more opportune time because right now there is a downtrend in Palantir. And so if you were to buy it now, you're more than likely, it looks as if there, uh, you know, there's an overall downtrend. So more than likely, uh, it's going to pull back and it's going to pull lower. I expect it's going to cool down to possibly as low, potentially as low as about $12. At $12, we may see a reversal. But right now for Palantir, I just think you've got to be super careful. It's just really too, too uh, it's, not, it's not going in the right direction. Let's look at VF. VF, and this is a question from TikTok. VF, of course, is one of the largest makers of jeans in the world. Back in the day, they used to, I think, they used to make Gloria Vanderbilt jeans, if you can believe that. Um, let's see. I don't know what VF Corp 
not sure about. I'm not sure what there is. Anyways, okay, so let's go to another question because I can't seem to get that working. Okay, <laughs> Coke and silver. Now, a lot of people are deceived, I think, when, they, when they're looking to, to move into an inflation, um, and this is a question from Carl, and thank you very much for this. Carl from Sweden, thank you for, for looking at the show. I think what happens, uh, people you know, look to gold and they say, wow, that's too expensive. I don't want to buy it. I'm going to look at silver instead. I am of the belief that silver is not a replacement for gold. Everyone talks about it. As a matter of fact, in the United States, back 100 years ago, there was a presidential candidate, um, uh, 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 Bryant was his name, and he he had a very famous speech about it's called the Cross of Gold. And basically, he was rallying, he's saying, you know, that silver is money too, but here's the problem. It's not scarce enough. Every time, every time there is inflation, people, you know, um, what happens is the is people come, silver comes out of the woodwork. People, you know, take their take their silver and they melt it down. So I don't see silver as a hedge like I do gold. Um, so that's one of the reasons I think you have to look at, and, and one of the best ways I think to own gold, everyone will tell you that you should own physical gold, but I don't think that's the way to do it. I think the way to, the way to own gold is with the bullion ETF, and that's the one I'm used is, uh, the gold shares ETF, and that is moving very nicely. It's up today, just about 33 cents, not a lot, but it is continuing to move up. And it's got a very low relative strength, but that's starting to improve as it moves above the 200-day line. Basically, when you're buying stocks or even ETFs, you want to look. You, you one of the fundamental rules is that you want to buy them above this this 200-day moving average. The reason is is because if it's moving above this 200-day average, that means it's being accumulated. If it's if it's trading below that, that means it's being sold off. So one of the that's one of the major major things. Now there is an alternative to to gold, and that would be silver, but I don't think it's I don't think it's a viable alternative. So. I, I think it's either gold or gold miners. Now there is another one. There, there are some there are some very good companies that I do believe are going to see a significant uh, amount of influx. One of them is Newmont Mining, uh, NEU. Um, I think it is NEU, NEW, Newmont Mining. No, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let me look. Let me look for the symbol for Newmont Mining because that's the one really that uh, I have to get here. So. Uh, Let's look for symbol for Newmont Mining. Okay, and that's up today too. Uh, let's see what is the symbol for. Gosh, oh NEM. Sorry, <laughs> I should know this one. Uh, NEM. This is one you might want to look at. NEM. And I don't necessarily buy this one right now, but I think this is the kind of this is. It's right in. The, it is in a buy zone right now. This is the kind of stock you probably want to buy right now. There's going to be a lot of inflation coming towards the end of the summer, and that's because of all the money that's been pumped into the economy, uh, especially in the United States, but also in Europe and, and Asia as well. So there is going to be a lot of in- inflation. I do I do expect that, that uh, uh, you know, there is going to be a movement into some of these inflation hedges. One of the best ones, of course, is gold, and probably the largest mining company for gold in the world is Newmont Mining. Uh, currently, this stock is in a buy zone. And it is looking fairly good. Let's look at the, let's look at the weekly chart. 
Now, interesting thing, they, their sales are up about 11%, but what's critical here is that their profits are up. And remember, this is a commodity stock. There's nothing, there's nothing you know, especially exciting about this one technically. Uh, they're not coming out with a cure for cancer or anything like that, but they are one of the biggest miners of gold. And it's currently uh, owned by about 51% of funds in it. So the cash flow is extremely strong, and the return on equity is very, very good. Uh, considering everything, so this is kind of at least for at least for um, a long-term play here. This is one I consider possibly buying uh, at least for the next few months. I'm probably going to be adding this to the small portfolio. It's called Newmont Mining. It's based in Denver, Colorado, but they operate worldwide: Australia, Canada, um, Guyana, Peru, um, Mexico, Argentina, Dominican Republic. You, you name it, they're they're operating there. They're a big company. And this is one you might want to consider uh, if you want to diversify a little bit out of some of the oils. Right now, the top sectors in the economy basically, you know, are in these just what I consider these sort of these hard asset groups. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's really amazing. I mean, number one right now is oil and gas, of course. Then you have some retail department stores. But again, it's, it's steel. It's, it's oil. It's oil. Um, some SIP transportation. But, you know, basically, you know, we're still in the, in the metal mining and ores. These, uh, you know, copper is also a big, a big issue. That's why this company, um, uh, Valet, V-A-L-E, has done so well. Uh, this is a, this is a, um, a South American uh, uh, copper producer that's doing very, very well right now. Uh, it's also up about 4% on the week. And on the day, it's up about 32 cents. So this is another one you might want to consider uh, as well in the kind of the mining group, but not in the, not in the, the gold mining group. Of the gold miners, I think Newmont NEM is probably your best, best company, at least for right now, is uh, NEM. Uh, so that's, that's a really, really good one. Uh, also, um, Carl indicated that he was interested in Coca-Cola KO. I don't see them as being... A strong performer, but you know they're not—they're not bad. I just don't think—I just don't think they have—they're—they're they're strong as they, as they once were. It is technically in a buy zone here, uh, with the buy point being in at about fifty-three ninety-four. Um, but again, I'm—I you know this group I do believe is sort of saturated. Um, you know, I just—I just can't see it. The checklist isn't quite as good. I think what you ought to do here. Uh, you know, go for something more basic, a Newmont Mining NEM, one I'm watching very carefully because I do think it's it's a it's a much better chart, at least for right now. And let's look at the checklist on Newmont. Yeah, Newmont's checklist is much better, 77%. So here's the thing: if you want to, if you want uh, an area that you're going to have some growth in, at least for right now, I think you got to look very very seriously at the uh, mining group and 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 uh, the gold miners are not in a bad place to be right now so all right uh will um will it be a good move to buy bitcoin in the 30k range not so sure yet samuel but i do think with bitcoin i think you have to be particularly careful a lot of people have made a lot of money in bitcoin it's been a great investment for a lot of people but i do think that we're seeing you know we're seeing some people say well you know we we may have we may have some governmental risk here uh, you know, we, 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 we may, we may have some governmental risk when it comes to, 
um, you know, when it when it comes to uh, to Bitcoin. I mean, we really may because, you know, everybody says, well, you know, it's crypto coin and nobody can, you know, the governments can't get involved with it. Don't believe them. Uh, they can turn off the Internet. They do it in China all the time. And, uh, you know, they can censor you. So uh, the, the advantage, of course, of physical gold, at least in this situation, is that, you know, <laughs> if you have it, if you have gold physically, it's, it's essentially it, there's no counterparty risk with 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 crypto. There's a counterparty risk. There always has to be a buyer on the other side. That is not, um, the, the, you know, that that is not uh, the situation with um, that. That is not the situation. Uh, with gold. I mean, gold, there's no counterparty risk at all. So that's the kind of thing we're coming out. And so a lot of people are, are saying, well, you know, I don't want any counterparty risk. I'm going to go to gold and, uh, you know, and, and hold it at least for a while. So we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm not, re I'm not really very excited about, um, you know, I'm not really, really excited about, about that because I don't really like investing in gold, but I do think we're going to see a lot of inflation. All right, let's look at the Grayscale Erythium product. I haven't been trading this one. I've been just uh, using the Bitcoin Trust, but let's look at uh, e, uh, uh, H, uh, E. Thank you very much for this. This is a good, this is a good one. This just came out relatively new so and this is a great way to play it i mean part of the reason that you, the these trusts are good good way to play it these etfs are a good way to play it is because they have easily easily convertible back in and out of dollars and that's very very important for this uh it's been pulling back a little bit it's uh, it's currently you know this is currently trading about 32.91 of about 13 cents uh the weekly chart is um you know this is the weekly chart it's been it's actually been a pretty good it's it's actually a pretty good chart. Nothing really, you know, nothing really to say right here. Uh, but they do have a number of, um, you know, they, they do have a number of, of these crypto products. And this is kind of this is an interesting way to play it. I haven't I haven't used um, I haven't used this one, but uh, I normally am in the if I'm if I'm in Bitcoin, it's uh, GB GBTC, which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and that's been pulling back as of late. Part of the issue that I see right now with crypto is I just see that, you know, I think it got a little bit of ahead of itself. I think it's got to readjust. And so I, I just wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be a buyer until there's a bounce. We might see a bounce at 30 K, but I just, I'm a little bit leery. I want to see it bounce first before I do anything. So that's kind of my, 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 um, my viewpoint. Thanks, Carl. Um, thanks for your input on food uh, the other day. Oh, nice. Nice. Very good. Very good. Uh, thanks for, um, yeah, thanks for thanks for putting that out there, Carl. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I really I really like it when when you know people make uh, you know make money uh, on. This. I'm just going to take a screenshot of that. There we go. Just kind of sort of sort of, sort of my for my for my scrapbook there. Thank you. Uh, do you think it's time to buy Airbnb? Let's take a look at Airbnb. I love the concept of Airbnb, and I've stayed in Airbnbs down in Austin. I go down there practically every year. Um, and, and I, I really like the I really like the concept. The um, and I I do think uh, air. Let's see, A, B, and B. There we go. You got the right got the right thing. I I do like it. I don't like the stock right now, but I love the concept of it. I've I've been a user of of, of Airbnb, so I think I think it's a really good um, you know idea. Unfortunately, the stock just isn't looking good. I mean, we did have a good earnings though. That just came out. We're up five percent in sales 
we're still we're still you know we still have a negative cash flow on that, but it is it is a it is a startup company. They do have a great name. Here's the trend line that I drew here. I've been waiting for it to to move through this through this reversal line. Just hasn't done it. The relative strength, unfortunately, is eight. This chart is not looking good. Um, I just think you got to watch this. This one. I, I don't think you, I don't think you can buy Airbnb. You know, don't buy it right now. Wait for the reversal. You know, and and I, you know, we just have to wait for the reversal on this one. This is just not the time to buy Airbnb. Just not looking, you know, just not looking right on this uh, particular um, on this particular chart. It just uh, it's just not just not looking right on it, unfortunately. So, I think you've got to pass on Airbnb. I, I hate to say that because I love the company, I love the idea behind it, but I just I think it's going to be trouble. For you, I, th I think it's going to be trouble for you. So, basically, what I would say here, unfortunately, is I don't think it's time to buy Airbnb. I wish I could say it was, but I don't think it is. Uh, what do you think about uh, TTCF? And you think it's going up? Let's see. Uh, TTCF. Let's take a look at that tattoo chef. Okay, that's kind of cool name. Um, I've actually seen their products in some stores. It's you know, um, but again, once again. <laughs> Boy, I sound like Debbie Downer today. I shouldn't be like this. We have a downward trend, and I just won't. I just don't want to buy them in a downward trend. It's just too dangerous in this market. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's just a bad trend. So you you got to avoid this one too. Boy, that's painful. You know, seems like a, it seems like I'm saying you know bad things on everyone. I'm going to show you some ones that I think are good that are setting up nice. I know it's tough because the market has rotated out of tech. And it's rotated into, you know, names that you would have never have thought of. And, you know, a lot of these state names are hard to buy because, frankly, you know, they're, they're the commodity-based stocks. So it's a very different way of looking at it. Uh, it's a very, very different way of looking at it. I like the idea of tattoo chef, but it's just not going to be a good one for So I think you're just going to have to avoid it, unfortunately. MNRL. Let's look at MNRL. MNRL. Let's look at this. One to see, and I had a, I had my little checkbook here. Oh, not a checkbook. It's my little cheat sheet book. I'll show it to you. I keep a little book of all my trades. I'm going to show it to you. There you go. I keep I keep a little book of all my of all of what I'm interested in when I run around, and then I and then what I try to do is, um, you know, <laughs> every day is see how it's doing, and then kind of you know see because I because I can't remember it all. I'm telling you. I really can't. So, yeah. yeah here's some ones that I and I, I want. I'll just run by that that may be doing well. Let's look at MNRL. This is Spring of Minerals, and it's in Austin, and it's oil and gas royalty. And I like royalty trust. This is a this is a good place to be. Uh, this is a, this is a good place to be. Look at this chart. Look at how much different it is than some of these other charts that we've been seeing. It has a nice relative strength of of, of 79. It's just one shy of what I like to see at about 80. Very nice earnings for sure. It's up. Um, it's 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 return. It's up five five percent in sales, but it's up forty three percent in profit. And for a and for a royalty trust, that's very good. This has everything to do with the price of oil. Uh, it's still got a negative cash flow. Unfortunately, what they did is they bought a bunch of properties, actually royalty interests, and then and then put it into a fund. But um, you know, is is this the one that you want to buy? That's a very good question. Let's look. The best the best royalty trust currently is is uh, TPL, but it's very very illiquid. It's, it doesn't trade all that much. Let's kind of see. 
you know, if we can find, it's got a 66 checklist. So that's okay. But let's go to the, let, let's go to the royalty trust area to see if we can find something. We, this is the number one group. This is the royalty trust area. And I want to kind of look to see of the, this is, this is how it's been training, which is extremely well. So the bet it right now, it's, this is the top performing sector. And I want to look at the stocks. Of course, TPL, of course, Texas Pacific land. That's the top in there. Sabine royalty trust, San Juan basin, uh, Permian, uh, uh, BP. Hmm. Okay. This one might be interesting. This is the BP Prudhoe uh, royalty trust. Um, this is an interesting one, not a particularly good chart though. Uh, this is interesting. This is, this is up, this is up in Alaska, of course. And this one is very interesting because it's very cheap. Oh, okay. So look at this now it's doing terribly sales are down, so I can't recommend it. Just not, just not looking as what the way we would like it. Let's go back to the, uh, let's go back to oil and gas royalty trust. And see if we can find another one, possibly. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, cross timber, VF, okay, Permian. You know, we probably want to look at the uranium royalty. Isn't that interesting? I've never seen that one before. Let's look at the Sabine Royalty Trust. Yeah, this is more. This is more kind of the thing you might want to look at. Uh, now, there's some issues with this Royalty Trust. But it looking it's just a base on base. This is a very good formation when it comes to uh, when it when it when it comes to um, you know when it when it comes to um, a chart. Now here's the thing: this they did have. Um, we're going to see what happens. I suspect they're going to show they're they're coming up on earnings here. Let's see. Oh, okay, so they so earnings are due. So they did, they haven't announced earnings. I suspect these earnings are going to be fairly decent. Um, but I don't know. This doesn't have a very strong, okay. So cross timber royalty trust. The, the best of course is TPL, but that's way too expensive. Let's see if we can get, let's take a look at CRT and see. Oh yeah. No, this is a very good one too. This is probably your best bet here. Um, it's based, yeah, it's based here in Dallas. What do you know? I cross timbers royalty. And it looks fairly good. It's got a 78. Let's do this checklist on this one. That's wretched. This is a bad checklist. Can't even recommend that one. So, hmm. so I would probably, I don't know, I'd probably pass on that one, unfortunately. Um, oh, got some good news, Mark. Thank you. C&Q. I like hearing when people are up. You know, this has been a tough market to trade. And the fact that you're up is, you should congratulate yourself because, this has been a tough market to trade, and the fact that you're up at all is very, very good. CNO Financial, Carmel, Indiana. So this is looking pretty decent. Um, I'm already liking this chart a lot. It's, um, you know, slow and sure wins the race. It's, that's just true on this one. That's an insurer. It's an insurer. I, you know, it's right in the buy zone, too. So it's looking good. Let's look at the 85 relative. It's got an 88 checklist. You're all you're up 15% on it. That's excellent. Here's what I would do on this one. Raise your, uh, push your, you know, here's what I would do. I think it looks like it's going to trade up that, um, it looks like it's trading up the 10-day the line. Here's what I would do. It looks like it's fully above the 21-day. I would set a stop limit, at least for right now. Let's see if I can do that. 
see if it'll let me do that. Okay. I would set a stop loss right at the 21-day line, which is currently at 26.66. <laughs> so that's what I would do right now with CNO. I would I I would uh, I would set a stop loss um, basically at the 21-day line. So that's looking very good. Don't don't get rid of it. It's working. Anything that's working, you don't want to sell it. Just just you know you know Mark, you you want to keep you you want to keep this one. Um, because it's working and, and, you know, it's been tough to get working, you know, work, working deals like this. So this is very, very good. You ought to push your stop loss up probably to about uh, the buy point 2664, I believe would be pretty good. And, um, you know, and I think that would be, I, I think that would be a very good uh, area for you to, to be in, but uh, congratulations. When it gets to 20%, then, then you want to possibly consider, possibly taking some of your some of your profits up but right now at 15 percent, you want to let your profits run and that's looking very good so all right hmc maybe do you think of um think property companies if they're more inflation here's the thing about carl um i don't think property companies will do as well in inflation just based on the way that they're normally structured but let's look at hmc there is one company that i do like in the reits and it's run by Sam Zell in Chicago. It's called um, oh Honda Motor. Okay, Honda Motor. Okay, um, you know what Honda Motor? You know, unfortunately, the automobile manufacturers right now are very much out of favor. It's amazing. It's amazing how much things can change in just three months. But you know, as long as Tesla was going up, the automobile manufacturers were number one, two, three in terms of the sectors. Right now, because of the problems with Tesla. That's been pulling back. The automobile manufacturers are 179. I really wouldn't want to be in this group right now, just because I don't think it's the best group. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of sales going on, but uh, I don't think it's a lot. Of, there's disinvestment from this group right now, so I have to be pretty careful. Uh, I, I wouldn't recommend HMC Honda, even though I do drive a Honda. By the way, <laughs> I think it's a great company. Uh, I just I just don't want to own their stock right now. I want to own their cars, but I don't want to own their stock. You know, sometimes that you know, I with with Tesla, I probably want. I actually would like would like to own Tesla. I don't own Tesla. I own a Honda. Um, I you know, I did like owning their stock up until a few months ago, and now not so much. Now let's look at the property groups that I think are possibly good. There is one REIT called um, ELF Equity um, ELS Equity Lifestyles, and I think this is a fabulous group. If you if you want to REIT. If you want steady cash flow, this is one I think you want to look at. And and I don't normally like REITs. I, I'll be honest with you. I do not like REITs. But equity lifestyle properties is different because of the assets that they hold. Right now in the United States, where they hold all their assets, there is a there's an affordable housing crisis here. And unfortunately, the government does not want to solve the problem. I understand why they don't, because it, it, they don't score any points by doing it. So basically, for the last... You know, we have not been building public housing in the United States for about 40 years. And unfortunately, it shows because the only thing that's being built are essentially middle class, upper middle class, and rich housing. So the, the lower middle class are really stuck. But there is a company that kind of addresses this problem, and this is called ALS, Electri- uh, uh, Equity Lifestyle. And elect- Equity Lifestyle owns essentially trailer parks, primarily in Arizona and in and, and Florida. It's a very profitable company, and it's very well run. And and this is a REIT that I really like. The, their sales are up. Their, their profits are up. 
86 percent of them are funds they have excellent cash flow they're incredibly stable in terms of their earnings uh one area that of of, of concern is their high pe which i don't like uh they're they're almost at nearly their all-time high for the pe ratio but i still think that you know where are you going to get you know where are you going to get returns like this in in this group so it's a very strong it's a very strong group i don't think it's going to you know rocket to the moon but it's a good dividend stock and uh, equity lifestyles properties, ELS. That's that's one you want to kind of look at. It does. It, it's a little bit low on the checklist, 55%. I'd like to see better. But if you're looking for REITs, that's probably one of your best bets there. So, all right. Um, I, I, what charting does you mean? Okay. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the, 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 the I, I use... Uh, what they call MarketSmith, and it is relatively pricey. I have to tell you because it has power recognition and a lot of great things in there. If you can stomach a few hundred dollars a month, uh, I think it's really, really well worth it. Um, I, I typically, um, I, I use it um, exclusively. I mean, I've, I've used ones that are cheaper and more expensive, and I just have come to the point where, for me anyways, uh, um, MarketSmith is the best is, is the best out there. It gives so much information on a company. I've never seen I've never seen one that gives as much information. So um, it is a little bit pricey. I'll be honest with you. I, uh, I'll, I'll 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 be honest with you. It's a little bit pricey, um, and that's one of the reasons I do the show because hopefully I can share uh, this with with you because I because I use it every day. And I highly recommend it, but it, uh, you know, it's going to run you several hundred a month. Um, I mean, I think you can get a trial. I think you get a trial for like two weeks and that's really worth doing to see if you even like it. But uh, I really, really recommend it. And, uh, I, I typically buy a year at a time. Sorry, Jim. Uh, Mark said, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's look at CNQ. Thank you, Samuel. Thank you for correcting me. Appreciate it. You know, cause unfortunately I go by, I just go by the, the symbol. So um, I, I don't always get it right. So thank you for, thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah. Okay. Canadian national research. That makes more sense. Yeah. Cause I was looking like, why would you be in a REIT? But that's, you know, Hey, um, that's not necessarily a bad place to go. CNR is, is doing very, very well. This is a, you know, this is an oil and gas play very strong seven out of one ninety seven. There is definite investment in this area of the market. This is an area of the market where, the, the dollars are flowing to this to this area, so this is a very good play. Uh, right now, uh, it's a little bit. It's just almost. It's just barely extended. Here's the thing: if you were to buy it right now, you could buy it right now. But I would only buy it. Huh, this is so tough. I would only buy this if you bought it right about at this at this 34. I wouldn't buy it above this price. Just, just based on this chart. It's an excellent chart. It's an excellent group. It's got an excellent checklist. Look at this checklist. This is an 84 checklist. This is excellent. Um, it, it's got excellent ownership by the funds. 1431 funds own this. And Fidelity Contra Fund owns this. This is one of the top funds in the world, by the way. Anytime you see Fidelity Contra Fund owning a particular stock, you want to pay attention because these people know what they're doing. And so... In all, I would say that, you know, their earnings were up tremendously last quarter. Look at that. The earnings the earnings are a surprise to the upside, $0.34. Cents. It's, it, it, it is based totally on the prices of oil, but it looks like these guys are going to be doing very, very good. And uh, they have they have definitely, you know, last year they were, they were losing money. This year they're making money. Uh, so 
I think this one, I, I, I really, I like this one. I like this area. Um, right now I like everything about it. And the thing is they're, they're not totally in Canada. Of course, they're, I think they're based in Calgary, um, you know, which is a great oil and gas, uh, town, but they also are, are diversified, you know, in the North sea and they've got West African uh, operations as well. So, you know, an international company, very strong and uh, very, very good. So I, I, but I would, but I wouldn't buy it too much above this price because it's a, getting a little extended. I don't like to buy stocks extended, you know, the best stocks in the world can run up, but if they're extended, they'll, they'll pull back on you. So this right now at this price, I, I think you could buy it. It's up after hours. So you might want to think about possibly buying this. If you're, if you're thinking about buying this, you should probably buy this, Samuel. You, you, if you're thinking about buying this one, I think you should buy it, you know, probably now. Now, I don't necessarily recommend a trading after hours. I don't like doing that. But I think this one is set up very, very nicely, and it looks very strong chart. So uh, I totally, this is a very, very, very good. Um, very, very good. Okay, um, I'm also in Whiting. By the way, I, in the small portfolio, I actually own this one, WLL. I bought it several days ago. Let's see how it did. I, I haven't been watching it today. I also have Matador, which is a, another company. It's up after hours. Okay, so it's still in a buy zone. It's definitely still in the buy zone. This this might be an alternative. Uh, again, this is you know very dependent, of course, on the price of oil here. But the oil, but the oil, the E&P companies have, as of late have been doing very very well. So uh, right now, uh, it looks like against the S&P 500. See what this chart is telling me is that against the S&P 500, this is increasing on the S&P 500. The S&P 500 is going down. This is going up. Yeah, this is this is a good you know Whiting Petroleum. This is a good company. This is one of the reasons I bought it. Uh, it was up 213 percent. They just came through earnings, 213 percent up in profit and 20 percent, uh, no, 26 percent up in sales. So, could you buy it at this level? Well, it's a little, it's, it's, it's still in the buy zone. I still in the buy zone. Basically, the buy buy zone, the 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 buy point on this is 38.82. So you could definitely buy this one. This might might pull back a little bit. There is some resistance at this level. Uh, let's look at the checklist. I think the checklist is very good on this one. Yeah, it's an 88 checklist. Excellent. Uh, it's got a relative strength of 91. So this is really one of the better ones in the group. Let's take a look at the overall group. I just want to see what the relative, you know, the, the strongest relative strength ones are. And this is group number four, which is the oh, no, that's in the retail consumer. Now there we go. Okay, this is this is the oil and gas U.S. Let's look at the at the ones that are in stocks in this group um, right now. Whiting, WLL, yeah, it's right down here. It's one of the smaller ones. Another another one you might want to look at is Oasis, OAS. This one is also this is even stronger. It's a 95 relative strength, uh, but they tend to trade very 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 similar. So uh, if you've got a good one in this group, then you can be very very assured that you're going to do good. The basically these are the ones you kind of want to look at Matador because of its strong relative strength. Callum Petroleum CPE, SM Energy is another one. All these ones with the very very strong uh, relative the, the very very strong relative strength. Let's look at uh, this one. Yeah, this is also very strong. It's up after hours as well. So this is another one if you didn't want to go. This is based in the Woodlands, which is basically a suburb of Houston. Uh, this is also an EMP company. Again, uh, you know, good sales, good profit. So this is a very good group to be in right now, uh, the ENP group. So definitely something that, uh, you know, 
definitely thanks. There's something that's that's it's a good place to go. Thanks so much for that comment, Kate. So appreciate it. Um, you know, I so appreciate it. I hope you were doing well. It was raining a lot here in Dallas, so I was kind of bummed out about that. It's funny, I'm very <laughs> I'm I'm very strange. I'm like I'm like my dog at home. You know, when it, when the thunder comes, I I hide under the table. I don't know why. Here I am, a grown man, and I and I I just don't like the rain. I don't know why. I just don't won't like it. I don't like it. I, it's just so strange. It's such it's such, a, it's such a strange thing. Anyways, A and Z, AstraZeneca. Thanks, Carl. You have some really good suggestions, and thanks for watching from Sweden, a place I've always wanted to go. A Z N, AstraZeneca. And of course, these are the these are the European um, pharma manufacturer that had the uh, COVID vaccine. Um, I'm I'm a little bit leery about buying in this area just because it's so governmental controlled. There's there, it's so it's, it has so much to do with the government. A little bit leery about this. This also uh, AstraZeneca. I mean, it's a good company, but I like in terms of the big pharma, I like Merck better. Uh, just because I think it's a little bit stronger. The another problem here is in the medical. This is not a good sector. It's 171 out of 197 right now. So I'm not as excited about investing in this sector, just because the money isn't flowing in like it is in the other sectors. Right now, the money is flowing in into the oil and gas and the mining stocks. That's really where, at least for right now. Now that may change. You know, that may change, but at least for right now, that's kind of where the money is flowing in. Well, let's see. I think I have time for one more question. Oh, hey, great. Thank you. Thoughts on Apple and the trading grass? You know, everybody probably here knows that I have a position in Apple. I've been lightening up on it tremendously. I've been selling off my Apple uh, because it just hasn't been performing as well. I'm not totally out of Apple. I still believe in the company. It was up a little bit today. Uh, and you know, I do like the company, but it's just been tough for the techs. I mean, it's just been very hard for the techs as of late. Again, they had stellar earnings, their, their sales. And, th and this is amazing because this is a huge company and yet their sales were up 54% and your profits were up 119% quarter over quarter. I don't know how they continue to do it, but they do it. Unfortunately, the stock is another thing. I think it may be priced to perfection. To be honest with you, I it is it does have a cup here, and it looks like it's forming a handle. And I think if you know, and and it does look like you know the seller, it's, it does look like we're starting to see the sellers move out of it, which is good because you know once that happens, hopefully we'll see a turn. It looks like we have bounced on the 50-day line, but right now, you know, I think we've got it. I think it has to confirm higher. Right now, I'm looking at a trend at to break this trend line here. Uh, so really, I'm not looking to to be. I'm not really looking to be back into buying actively. Uh, I'm not actively looking to buy Apple until it moves above this trend line. And currently, uh, where that is at for the reversal would be about 134, 135. So we're $10 below where I think really I want to buy it. I, I don't want to buy any more until it confirms above about 135 because I do think that's the very lowest that we're going to see of the reversal. So, um, you know, unfortunately I, I wish I had better news on that, but I don't, let's look at TDD. This is uh, this was last year. This was just on fire. It's been pulling back the trade desk. Um, it does look like it's formed a bit of a tight pattern here. Let's look at the weekly chart to see if 
if I'm you know, not mistaken. Well, okay. It doesn't. Here's the problem with the trade test, at least from what I'm seeing it right now. It's diverging from the S&P 500. If you'll notice this line, it says S&P 500 here. You notice how that's moving up, okay? But you notice how this is moving down relative to that? Well, what that means is that the trade desk is losing strength against the S&P 500. So what that means is that there is there is there is um, movement of capital out of this into the into S&P into more S&P 500 stocks. Right now, I think it looks like it's stabilized at about 500. But I tell you, if I was more more than seven percent down on the stock, I would sell it immediately because it has a relative strength of 14. Unfortunately, I think it saw I saw it's it's, it's sort of its, its peak here in about the second week of January. That's sort of where you know it it made this attempt this this uh, this breakout attempt and then it failed and then it hasn't been that way since. Now it may rally back to the uh, 50-day line, if it does, then it must possibly is a shorting candidate, believe it or not. So, um, okay. Um, so, last question. Thanks, WPM. Let's take a look at WPM. WPM. All right. And that is Wheat and Precious Metals. Interesting. Canadian buyer. Okay, this is interesting. I've heard about this company. I don't know much about it. I think it's more kind of like a, you know, company, a buyer. I do like you know right now I'm liking I'm liking gold I had to tell you that because I am not a gold bug normally but uh, I do see a lot of inflation coming at least towards the end of the summer and I think that you know gold is not necessarily a bad place to be um, they've got a relative strength of 39 that's not bad their profits have, are up you know and this is going to totally depend on the price of metal but they do have nice cash flow so that's that's not bad um, it looks like they're it, but I just don't like this. So the gold, interestingly enough, you know, I'm talking, I'm doing all this talk about mining, but the one area that mining that isn't doing as well is the is the, actually the gold and silver, uh, that is not doing as well. Uh, whereas the 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 physical gold is doing well, but the mining not so much. So here's what I would say on this one: I probably would pass on this at least for right now. I think that's kind of where you got want to go. Well, uh, I have wasted another hour of your time. I'll be back tomorrow at two thirty. Thanks, everybody, for taking a look. And by the way, if you want to get on the Action Trade Alerts, it's super easy to do. Just uh, go to www.dallastradingfloor to get on the free Action Trade Alerts list. And uh, if you're looking on TikTok, it's super easy. Just go to my uh, go to my profile, hit the link, and you'll see it. You know, it's first and last name and email address. But you got to go to my link, and you'll, and you'll get that. So until tomorrow at 2.30, um, happy trading. <laughs>